100% moving all of this music. Is that our safe word now? <laughs> cutting, cutting. Obviously, cutting you have form. to cut that. Obviously. Oh. We are better people than this, and I am not doing this. Okay. I'm the better one. <laughs> I'm the one who's in abject horror. I'm good now. Okay. You, you whore, Shannon. Let me tell you, I, I, as a young queerling watching this movie, let me tell you, I was gay as hell from day one. I was so excited to see Michelle Pfeiffer in a role. She is another one of those women who ends up showing up like low key in a lot of great LGBT I, films. My God, Stardust, Stardust, Stardust. Her is Catwoman. Her is Catwoman. No, I, I was obviously like, Maybe I'm not gay. I didn't want to put. Gay. I didn't want to put that out there, but like, oh no, that's exactly why I'm gay. That is exactly why I'm gay. Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. That is exactly when she licks that man's face. Michael, oh Hayden's no, face, he is on his back, and she has control of the moment, and she licks that fucking lip. You bet your balls. Mine dropped, and I knew. Can I tell you there were two? There are two quintessential moments in that film, which is not the film we are discussing right now. But if you ever needed to, like, oh no, that's when I realized I wasn't the same as a lot of other. <gasps> Can, boys. I guess Can I guess them? Can I guess them? Go for it. I Go for them? it. Okay. The, I'm what are the guess. two? It's. The moment where she... Okay, and, and let me do both of them before you say. It's the moment where she... She backflips out, turns to them and says meow, and then explosion. And then the second scene is when she's walking down the stairway in the um, in the masquerade ball with that beautiful updo. And she walks up to him and they dance underneath the mistletoe. And she says... She has the gun in her hand. She is acting that scene to pieces. And she kisses him. And she looks up and she sees that mistletoe and she says, you know... Mistletoe is deadly. If you eat it, and he says, a kiss can be deadlier if you mean it. And he figures it out, and she looks at him with those eyes, and she's like, oh my god, does this mean we have to fight now? And then the explosion. Those two scenes. Those two scenes. One of them. Oh, okay. The other one. Oh, so much. <laughs> however, however, like, cinematic gold, don't get me wrong. But the for me, best it's, it's, ever. A, it's the montage moment <gasps> of where she comes home, and yes. she just... Because yes. can I tell you, although it was played as like she lost her mind, for me, that was the moment she took control of her own life. That's and when she looks control. and says, I don't know about you, Miss Kitty, Kitty, but I feel so much yummier. Like to me that I, I have a love-hate relationship with a lot of villains, especially female villains, mm -hmm. because female villains tend to be strong, independent women who don't need no man for nothing, who take control of their own lives and are a boss-ass bitch. Mm -hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer owned that. I like that Bear fucking left for that whole diatribe and still could tell you everything we said. Oh, no, <laughs> it, you're, you're definitely on my speakers. I just was like, yeah, I got nothing to say. Like, <laughs> you, guys, I, you guys, like, just like, you just got, you like went into your zone and I'm like, Yep. Even Michelle talk. Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds when they play Gangster's Paradise. Oh my god. Bitch, I was like, am I beating off to Coolio singing Gangster's Paradise because of Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> okay, when I see Miss P in Stardust and she's walking up to Claire Danes and hot Daredevil because he's Daredevil now, by the way, and she has the fire. Mm. I swear to God, Stefan, like in some parallel universe, we're married. Like, <laughs> there's there's somewhere along this like lineage of ours that in a parallel universe, like we're married because there's so many things that like you and I don't realize about each other. And then like, mm -hmm. when we bring them up, we're like, Oh my God, I love that too. Or, Oh my God. You know, like when I was like <laughs> donut glasses, donut glasses. And you're like, Oh my God, that's hilarious. It's 2003. <laughs> and no one else gets that unless you actually know the reference. Yeah. But this is what I love about you. And this is like one of uh, the night, like this is what I do love about, 
you and like our friendship is that like there's so many things that like I will completely forget about and like you just like bring them up and I'm, it's like a nostalgia trip all in one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also your sick collection of tattoos. I Thank you so the much. only thing I want to say about Michelle Pfeiffer is um Pfeiffer. I, I I never like really had like this awakening to being like, am I gay? I don't know. But like I think that Catwoman suit was like a moment in like gay history because history. like it it I remember being a gay kid and like my dad was like whoa did you like Batman I'm like yeah I love that suit and he's like oh the bat suit and I was like no the Catwoman suit like take me <laughs> let's get a sewing machine let's get some cheap leather. <laughs> and i love the fact that as the movie progresses and she is slowly losing control she does not fix her suit so by the end of it it is just tatters and it is just it's such a like that is such an important movie and i promise you we're going to be doing batman returns i don't have to see any other batman in my life other than let's get back to hairspray can i also say though miss baltimore crowds I know I just said, let's get back to hairspray, but I have two things to say on this tangent. First of all, I thought we were friends. I had a piece of spinach in my teeth this whole fucking time. And neither one of you bitches wanted to be like, what's that green thing on your gum line? Did You're you see it? Assholes. No. I had kale right in here from my kale salad because I pretended to be healthy today. That's what well, you get I for pretending to be healthy. I didn't. <laughs> um, also, I know people hate on it, but I really love the Batman with poison ivy. Ugh. We're, okay, when you talk about yeah. a perfect female villain, you have Catwoman. When you think oh. of, what the fuck did I just watch? You have Uma Thurman. Like, oh. what the fuck Don't get me that? wrong. It's like, cinematically, is, it is oh. an acid trip. Don't get me wrong. And we should but, actually do it, because it is the gayest, gayest superhero movie ever made. Is that Mary, let's with- talk about how Arnold Bat Schwarzenegger... Nipples. Arnold Schwarzenegger as a muscled-up silver daddy. We've got Uma Thurman literally playing like Julie Newmar as a cartoon Ivy with a giant green muscle man in a hood who's just there to sexually serve her. Mm. I mean... Amen. I mean, I'm sorry. I've seen that happen at Club 120. It was called a Sodom party, honey. Oh, we don't talk about the Sodoms. What was... Um, I was, was, I was in one of those parties. Chris O'Donnell and George Clooney. Yeah, because let me tell you, Chris O'Donnell. Here we go. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell was my gay sexual awakening. Like I remember watching that movie and being like, I think I'm supposed to know that Alicia Silverstone is good looking. Like, I mean, she's pretty, but like, I want to get dicked down by Robin. (laughs) You know what? So many people say that about Chris O'Donnell, and I just didn't see it. I don't know why, but I also, I, I think the reason I didn't see it is because my brother and I went to see that movie halfway through where like, was like, this is the stupidest thing we've ever seen and left. So I actually never, I don't think I've ever fully seen Batman and Robin. We went to watch Austin Powers instead. <laughs> it was obviously better. I love that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Also, apparently, apparently Zac Efron, uh, he's got a new face. What? Yeah. He's got like, Something happened. Oh, uh, if you're looking at his, if you're looking at his picture on his IMDb, yeah, it definitely looks like he's had some work done. No, no, no. I'll uh, give me a second here. Okay, I will send it um, over. While you do that, I will say though that if I had to choose between the two, James Marston, James Marston, all the way. That man, he is so classically handsome. Those teeth, that smile, those eyes, that hair, that body, everything it, about that man that- is. 
all American, yeah, like cla- Hollywood classic. It doesn't really exist anywhere in the real world. Like, oh my god, I it's it makes sense that he played Cyclops. Cyclops is the all American boy. I sent you guys the file, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's so funny because I feel like, and again, keeping this as a totally oh gay reference, god. he no, um. I thank God haven't seen it because Stefan just had a visceral reaction. Um, Stefan just snorted. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who wondered if Stefan Maroney was piggy, let me tell you, he just snorted. I have to look at this. Hold on. Where did you send that to? Uh, it's in this. Is chat. that? Um, I have questions. Um, I have so many questions. Oh, James Marson was born on my birthday. That's nice. Oh, my God. Hold on. Is it? It's not, it's not in the group chat to join. No, it's me in. in the it's in the Zoom chat. So, hold on, I'm I'm technologically inept. I Zoom. will. I, I can send it into the. Thank you. I need to see your reaction when you see this face. Well, I have to close Whoa. this to. Hold on, you... I'll look at it and immediately talk back. Okay. Done. Ooh. What the actual fuck? What? He looks like... His lips look like a freshly fucked pussy. He almost looks like... Fuck, who is it? The cat lady? Poor choices? Jocelyn Wildenstein? Fucking fuck, 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 fuck. Crispin Glover. Jesus Christ. He looks like a flattened Crispin Glover. Whoa. Like, that's a lot of eye work. Like to me, what, hold on. I'm just like, as someone who is a fan of the cosmeceuticals, let's talk about how that jawline's been altered. Those lips have been that, altered. They, is that there's real? A, it can't be real. His whole face has been reconstructed. Yeah. There's, I'm, there's been some sort of cheek augmentation and jaw augmentation. I'm telling you that for free. There is Botox in there. And for a man who's trying to look like he's not wearing any makeup, that's a shit ton of under eye highlight. I'm just saying. I, that's not, my name is Carlotta Carlisle and I do not condone this kind of face work. Jesus titty fucking Christ. That is, which that is, is so unfortunate a shame because he was so handsome. So good looking. Like uh, when we he just that, saw him in that Netflix show and yeah. he's beautiful. Yeah. Not if like, uh, uh, maybe he was hiding it from the, under the beard. Like, I don't, this is, this is what happens when bears shave their beards. Holy mother of Christ. No, that's that's Stefan touches his beard. I never I never this is never coming off my face. Thank you so much. Oh no. I will be bearded for the rest of my life. Rest. Like like I do like I do not look good without a fucking beard. Like it's And I know you don't like bearded drag, but I am doing only bearded drag forever. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you can run and tell that. Speaking of which, uh more about the musical because we have stop for a little bit this is all bonus patreon content the fact that this was filmed in toronto means a lot because okay i actually have a connection to this film based on one of the scenes i'm gonna cut right to it where they sing welcome to the 60s and john travolta and nikki blonsky are going to um uh, mr pinky's shack hideaway mr pinky's hefty hideaway that building is connected to the berkeley event venue which i used worked at all through my early twenties. And it's, um, and I won't give it too much credence cause it's, it wasn't that great, but it was funny because that whole street is essentially Berkeley and shooter, like queen and shooter. 
That is one of the most dangerous parts of the downtown core because there is just a park that everyone sits in. There's drugs everywhere. I lived in the apartment building a block over and I remember one night an old woman looking like a librarian who seemed very lost and delirious walks up to me and I pulled off my headphones. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, suck your dick for a dollar. And I was like, nope. Thanks though. And I just kept walking. That place. However, that is an offer you've made other people. (laughs) Oh, he doesn't even charge a dollar. (laughs) But he I remember it. I remember I was in school. Here's a dollar and a breathman. Have a great night. Like <laughs> breathman. No, they don't get that. There's no there's no after. You gotta get the cock out of your mouth. Like. <laughs> no, I'm gonna flavor savor the flavor. Listen, <laughs> it's a treasure and a gift. <laughs> you gonna be okay? <laughs> if it's a treasure, darling, bury it. Oh god. <laughs> I like my feelings. <gasps> so I unfortunately had exams at this time, so I wasn't able to be there when they were filming. But I heard stories essentially throughout. Have you been about the woman sucking your teeth? No! Oh my God! I had exams. I couldn't say yes. I'm going to cut this whole (laughs) part. (laughs) Sorry, bitch. I got to go. I got exams. Uh, So while they were filming at the Berkeley event venue, I had exams. I couldn't go. But they had set up like all of the um, craft services on the main floor. And they had music going and all the staff. And apparently, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer is, again, sweet and kind and so lovely. And everyone loved to be around her. John Travolta was singing all these songs with everybody. Like he was singing a bunch of Grease. Was to... it Michelle Pfeiffer that asked you to suck your dick for a dollar? Is this where the story's going? And I would have given the her. lady was Michelle Pfeiffer. Can I just say, it was when you said they were setting up the craft services table, and I was like, I pictured you like a raccoon just attacking the table with no one looked like, <laughs> hiding underneath the table, poking up to see Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, if I fucking could have, I swear to God, I had exams. I was so mad. It was back in York. Anyway, no, the point was, the fact that they filmed those outdoor scenes for Welcome to the 60s on that street in the middle of the night, that is terrifying that area is so sketchy and so scary i i literally couldn't walk home at night three blocks it was fucking awful so the idea that you have john travolta in full drag full guiche dancing around while there's absolutely four crackheads not too far from there hilarious to me do you know who those crackheads are now do you know who those crackheads are now doing this podcast yeah also just a uh, general reminder folks uh for an at-home moment uh, Stefan's actually only five foot two. That's why he was uh, afraid to walk home the three blocks. <laughs> Seven, for the record, for those of you that. who haven't who haven't like paid attention to our Patreon, to any of our our media that we do, to our fabulous um, uh, Instagram, to our Facebook page, Stefan Maroni is forty seven feet tall. <laughs> he looks like an Italian. He's like an Italian god. <laughs> he like he literally looks like the like the guy who turns the corner in like the movie where a small weakling is being bullied and then all of a sudden the bullies run away because they're afraid of him. Only if he had rainbow nail polish and a lisp. But Mm -hmm. let me fucking tell you, like if he is afraid to walk home alone in that neighborhood, let me tell you, the cops weren't even showing up there. (laughs) It's true. It's fucking true. Uh, The street, uh, sorry, the the school was filmed at, it's called Lord Lansdowne Public School. It was filmed at Lansdowne. (laughs) E. Well, that's probably fine. I know Lansdale. every that's shit neighborhood in this ke- <laughs> <laughs> every neighborhood where you need a Kevlar vest, or at least at the time. And Jesus it's Christ! Because- it's literally right, be- like it's right in between, like college and Harvard. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I noticed a lot of this looked like it was filmed on College and Queen. Yeah. Oh, there's tons of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I do like, though, if, if we're going to talk about just like that upbeat kind of foolish positivity, Tracy reminds me of Chad in so many ways. Because delusional. I've never met someone who is just so like, yeah, do it. Why not? Have a great time. Or why can't you do it? Like he's he it's it's heart breaks my heart to see him down because he's usually so happy <laughs> or at least so positive. It, it, yeah. But fuck, uh, question for, but fuck, but fuck, but question stuff? for the two of you, but stuff, but is, stuff. it's in our merch. It is. Uh, Why, Stefan, where can our listeners get our merch? Where is it available? RWACshop.online. I have new <gasps> stuff coming next week. <gasps> I think I'm going to make a shirt that has rent, but it says pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, in this pay current economy, bills. please. In this me, economy, Chad please. That has a whole please. dissertation on it. There. I just have uh, one thing that we can put in here for Patreon people. Uh, okay. You Can't Stop the Beat is probably one of the best songs you can listen to when you're in a circle jerk with a bunch of people. <laughs> da dun 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to bleep that. <laughs> For those of you else. who aren't visually participating with us, Bear literally did a big finish and smacked himself in the face <laughs> with the filter for his microphone. No, I just, I just hit the microphone. I didn't hit my face. God, I am so glad we're doing fucking musicals and not <sighs> garbage fires. Jesus. This was the best birthday gift you've ever given me for the record. It's not even your birthday yet. <laughs> I know. Musical May is my birthday gift. <laughs> what are we doing for your birthday? Anal. Cool. Cool. I got to do my hair that night, but I will send uh, shoulder back chest. Who can I send him a replacement? (laughs) Someone vaccinated. Someone Mary. At this point in time, I don't even want to have sex. I want to cuddle with someone. Oh, I mean, I want anal. So we have different ones. Well, (laughs) I want an all right. Yes. Love it. Go Steelers. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's XNDRA underscore D-E-S-I-G-N, XNDRA underscore design. I would love your feedback, comments, hate mail, whatever you got for me. But let me know it's podcast related because I get a lot of weird things in my inbox. Hey, everyone. It's me, Bear Sailor Moon. You can find me on all social media platforms at Bear Sailor Moon. Including Scroff. If you want to find that, uh, you can search me at Starfox. I like that it's still not your real name. No. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Jennykin underscore. Or if you have an Amex Black card, you can send me a DM. They are open. It's not just the DM that's open, sweetheart. Well, it depends on the net worth. (laughs) (laughs) That opens other avenues. I have a moon kingdom. Does that count as net worth? Better yet, I think it's more important to ask how wide are those avenues. You can find me on all social media at C-A-R-L-O-T-T-A-C-A-R-L-I-S-L-E. The main thing she can still spell that far up in, like, name. (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's Chad. Follow me on Instagram at C-S-K-I-O-1. Or you could buy me a pizza. I just want pizza coupons. I will also accept pizza coupons. I guess like, that means I have to say something funny. Shit. <laughs> I'm not sharing my pizza with you. Okay, I will. I will, I swear. <laughs> you can find me at Julia Lynch on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find me, SJ Maroney, on Instagram. 
Find us on Facebook and Instagram under RWACPOD. Join our Patreon for all of our archive seasons and bonus content. And please rate and review this podcast wherever you subscribe. Until next time, go Steelers. Go Steelers.